It is Wednesday, July 12th, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 18 of This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. Tony, we were having a little bit <clears throat> of a challenge, and I say we because we're a team here, and who, which individual one of us was having the challenge is not really important. What's important is we were having a challenge, but there was probably no better day to have a tech challenge than this one, because our guest today, he goes by many names. Uh, some call him Chinatown, not me, that's racist, I wouldn't do it. Uh, some call him the whore whisperer. I call him Bob in Vegas, a.k.a. my own personal tech support. First of all, Bob, uh, it's great to see you again. You look amazing. Now Bob's gone. Arrived. Now Bob's muted. Look at this. He this fucking himself. guy. I was. That microphone I, says you muted, Bob. Uh, this is so smooth. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. I, I'm sitting here uh, hyping this guy up as a tech uh, genius. Do you, do you remember, Bob? When uh, you did tech support for me, we met at uh, at Roadrunners Bar and uh, and uh, fucking Slot Club because I'd gotten myself a like some kind of a virus and I desperately needed someone to fix it, and you volunteered. You remember that? Um, vaguely. <laughs> well, we had been drinking. <laughs> um, speaking of, Bob is where uh, this 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 is a very uh, impressive look. He's wearing his old school. I don't have your delicatesse. Troy Bohunk, bright yellow T-shirt. Looks to be in great shape. I guess you're not wearing that out on the town. Fair enough. Uh, and what are you drinking? I, uh, I got some brown liquor myself. What are you drinking? Uh, some Irish whiskey. Excellent. All right. Well, listen, first of all, it's good to see you. Now, Tony, would you agree that Bob has, throughout the years, been, been a little bit of like a... a like a low-key superstar for for from the the TAI universe. In other words, he's not a guy that was on the show a ton. Uh, he he wasn't maybe the loudest guy in the room, but everybody fucking knows who Bob is, and they know what Bob's about. See, superstar gets thrown around a lot these days in sport. How many guys are really superstars? Bob is probably actually one of those guys. Let's be honest. Um, there is a handful of guys that sort of live in infamy in this show and he's probably like the silent assassin assassin that let um his uh his work actually speak for itself because we often had to speak about his work, his work. rather than bob <laughs> speaking for himself yeah his work sure his work um but first of on, all are you so telling bob, me that he didn't treat it like a job this is a guy he, no he did he had he rubrics did. and he had like logbooks he treated this shit serious. 
He did. And so, for, first of all, you know, uh, you we knew you as Bob in Vegas. Nowadays, you are Bob not Vegas because uh, I'm guessing you are you're not here anymore. Where? So, so give us a little bit of a background of a, a little update on on your life. Where uh, where are you these days? Uh, so about ten years ago, I decided to uh, bail and uh, move somewhere else. And uh, I, I basically landed in Central Texas because I had a friend here and could rent a room for a while. Oh boy, Central Texas! Now, um, yikes! Other than the fact that I've seen photographic evidence, do we know um, Bob in Central Texas is not Rando in Central Texas? I think, I think Rando is more like uh, East Texas. You know, probably like Tyler. Which would be east of Dallas, Fort Worth. Well, do we really and know? Right in the middle. Though he he tells us he's in Texas, but uh, he doesn't like to give specific details because of the CIA and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> we we don't know anything about Rando still, and uh, I've talked to him at least thirty times. Um, so, I mean, are you, you you like it there? Are you happy there? Or oh, it's is a, a temporary stop for you. I mean, ten years is hardly temporary at this point, but. <clears throat> No, it's been good to me. Yeah. So l- let me ask you, you know, uh, what did you think when I reached out to you and told you about the relaunch? Had you completely forgotten of our existence or, uh, you know, were, were you, you know, keeping tabs on us from time to time? Dead in the water, man. Ouch. That, 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 that's, that's what my thoughts were. You know, I mean, the, the board went down, you know, dead in the water. Yeah. So, I mean... Are, are you at least happy that we're back, Bob? I mean, fucking, I'm, I can't fish harder oh, yeah. for a compliment out of you, motherfucker. Just tell <laughs> me out here. Uh, we're good. So uh, we we met, <laughs> I think the first... Brian, you were, you were hoping no, it, we would be falling never... all over you. Oh, I really missed you guys. <laughs> That's why I moved from Vegas never... to Hollow after the podcast went down. It just never felt the same. I would have been... Actually, would have been pretty classy, but whatever. Now, I feel like we met the first time we actually met met you was at like a Tycon. Is that isn't that oh, true? Yeah, I, think I uh, so. yeah, I, I remember um, you know not you know being very uh, sort of uh, caught off guard because I don't know if you had been very active up to that point. Um, we and, made uh, a man. and and you sh- our <laughs> with that first <laughs> trip made Bob super mad. If you remember, there so I were guess dissertations, we, there were oh, lectures. I do. So, so the, the, how, <laughs> let, let's just get into what made Bob a fucking legend, which is Bob has very strong feelings and a good deal of experience in the world of prostitution, not as a prostitute himself, but as a purveyor. And, hey, uh, and yeah, hey, you're, we don't know. We haven't asked him what he's been up to in the past 10 years. We don't know where oh. his career path has gone at this point. Yeah. Okay. When we met him, Tony, because you're right. Weirdly enough, I wasn't going to ask him at all what he's up to now, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, but uh, I think the first thing that really kind of slingshotted you into it was, as Tony was saying, the, you know, the, the first trip to the brothel that we took. Right. And it was this big deal for us. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not the first, not the very first trip, not the Mabel's trip. Uh, the, uh, the, the second one, the one that we did with, with the whole Tycon crew where we got the limo and they took us out to, to, you know, Pahrump. That one really launched you into the stratosphere because you were mad for real. We oh, did. 
everything wrong, never get the limo, amateur hour, and uh, and that's when you really came on the scene. And in a very, as Tony said, in a very direct way, kind of said, "Hey, uh, you're 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 doing it wrong," um, and uh, and here's why. So I guess I have to ask you, you know, for for maybe some people that that might not know. Uh, of your uh, of your history with us, um, what was it about that first that first discussion that really made you say, "I have to get involved"? These people are disasters. Well, I mean, the main thing I, I think is that you know I get mad if I overpay, and <laughs> that trip had you know lots of things built into it that caused you to way pay more than what you needed to, to have that experience. Well, and, and so, so the many things we did wrong, number one, right out of the gate, just, you know, first of all, ordering the limo and having them take us, that was, that's, we screwed up right out of the gate because they claim it's a free limo, but uh, uh, there's, there's some hidden costs is what you're saying. But- in oh, yeah. defense, like, how else you know, are we going to do it, Bob? Because it's not like people have cars. This is not like you and, and three of your mates are going where you can all pile into a car like like Mabel's. Um, this was a group of, what, 16 guys and one guy that just went there to watch the tyre being changed. Um, yeah. um, and some of them were international, like myself. Um, most of them were out of town Vegas people. How do we get there? Do we Uber out? Um, cause we have uh, to do it legally for the show to be able to claim it on tax. Yeah. Taxes. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. That you mean because we filed taxes that year. Yeah. I remember, uh, go, what, what, if, if somebody's coming out to Vegas for a bachelor party and they want to do something like that, what's the right way to do it? Probably rent the car, have a designated driver. All right. Or a so, van or, uh, or, you know, get there on get there on your own. That's what you're saying right out of the gate. But yes. the reality is, and we found this out later that you, your experience after the podcast ended, I, I wish I could remember who I was having this conversation with. Maybe loves Panay. I don't remember who it was, but somebody flat out said like, no, Bob is like legend in this industry. Like <laughs> he is known in this industry, this is not just some guy that uh, you know that, that that's that's ordered a couple ladies over time. Like, dude's a fucking legend. So you wouldn't even go to a brothel. That's not even part of your world. No. What is the correct way to do it? If if you're a guy who enjoys this sort of thing, what's the right way to do it? The right way to do it is uh, do a bit of research in advance and. Uh, Find someone that has a, a good reputation. Well, has this changed over time? Because I can remember talking back in the day to you, there were a whole bunch of forums. I know there's been alleged crackdowns on some of those places. Um, are they still up and running or have they moved to different things? Is is Twitter or what whatever the new Instagram social media thing is, is that a place to find reviews? How do you actually do this research and what is it? Well, I mean, basically, you got to find the sites that um, allow people to put up reviews of 
various ladies. And uh, so you're 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 yelping pussy is what you're telling yes, me. That's exactly. You're, who's got a five? Who's got a five star snatch? That's pretty interesting. But this okay. isn't foreign to me in Australia where it's legal, and this is not something that's done in the background. This is done in the full light of day. Um, and I, I know the laws are different in America. That's why I wanted to know how available is the information to your average guy attending a bachelor party. Uh, there, there are still decent sites out there for, for you know, specifically for Las Vegas and, and people, you know, actively, you know, putting their Yelp reviews up. And you prefer to deal directly with the woman. You don't like to go through a service or anything like that. Uh, you, you like to go directly to the source. Uh for the majority of the time, yes. I mean, there, there, there are probably a, a handful of of uh, agencies that have good reputations for, you know, providing women of the evening in in, in short notice and and uh, decent pricing. So, I mean, when you're looking at a review, what's what's a good review to you? Like, what 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 words are you looking for in a review? Uh, you know that that say okay. This is this is the kind of lady that's my speed. What are you looking for? Um, ideally, you'd like to know um, how they conducted themselves in advance before they show up. You know, are, are they communicating well? Are, do you understand what you're getting into and, and what she's going to provide for you? Um, maybe you have a particular fetish that you want you know, explored and she offers that, you know, what a, you know, that's, that's, that's what you're generally looking for. Uh, you know, you like, you like clarity. So you don't want to be surprised. That's another reason you don't like the brothel situation. Cause you go there, you see a lineup, you pick a girl and then you're just whisked away into this maze of trailers and at that point, you don't know what it's going to be. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're going to have to pay. Uh, it's a whole it's a whole situation back there, right? Oh, yeah. So, hey, Tony, you well, look like you're I was just going to say, your former hometown seems to be the, the epicenter for the bait and switch that goes on in the industry. And um, I'm sure that's part of the reason why you have to be so diligent because Vegas is sort of one of the – known scams to tourists is the slappers that are on the strip that are, that are purely bait and switching um, gullible tourists. Absolutely. So, so you, uh, so that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a lady that, uh, you know, that that's up front, communicates well. Uh, what's, uh, you know, you don't have to get deep into what you like, but what, what's like a, what's like a, a specific thing that if, uh, if you see it written in there, that's like, maybe it's a specialty of hers that you jump on. What, give me an example. I, I think I have pretty vanilla taste for the most part. So, uh, you know, just trying to find, you know, what, you know, is decent. You know, okay. I, I, I mean, you know, one of the things I think I remember talking about was the, the fact whether, you know, during a blowjob, whether they use a Say condom. It. 
and if they don't, it would be called. There it is, bingo! I got, I got Bob in Vegas, bingo! Bear back flow job. That's I've been waiting on that like a fucking hen on eggs. Uh, uh, bear back flow job. So yeah, I mean, if if you can get yourself a good bear back flow job. By the way, uh, if if they don't offer a bear back flow job, skip the blow job. I mean, I can't imagine. I. Uh, I've I've never been blown with a condom, Tony. Perhaps you have when you uh, when you went back in that whole thing. But I can't imagine that that's uh, that's anything. It's not pleasant. <laughs> well, well said, that's Bob. not unpleasant, but it's not as pleasant <laughs> as it could be. Bob's furious that uh, that that happened to you. Uh, all right, so a bareback blowjob. Now, uh, does, so now that you have moved out of Vegas, which is kind of famous for its uh its its horror culture you are in central texas that is a fucking christian hotbed uh i mean is this still a very viable thing for you can you still get what you're after what you're looking for uh if you live in you know one of the larger cities in texas you know not hard to find okay okay so, so it's still something that uh, that you know that that's a part of your life. We'll say, sure, sure, okay. And now, do you tend to what? what you tend to just do this, like, all right, you know, maybe it's uh, once a week, once every couple of weeks, just to get the poison out. Or are do you do you? Uh, I know that sometimes uh, last time you were on, you talked a little bit about the girlfriend experience, where you might uh, you might get yourself a lady for a weekend. Is is that still your you know? What's your pleasure these days? Because you're listen, ten years older, right? You're I, I don't know exactly how old you are. I would say in your fifties, <laughs> if I had to guess, just based on what I remember. So, you know, all of our uh, tastes kind of simmer down a little bit as we get older. Um, what 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 do you do you uh, frequent these days? Uh, generally, uh, you know, I, I, I aim for once a week, but you know, okay, doesn't doesn't work out that way. And uh, you know, just seeing a lady for an hour usually. Okay, and uh, not at your place, right? Or no. you go to a hotel? Hotel. I. Well, I, I mean, around place? here, they're, they're, they either use a hotel or they use their own place for, for the meeting. Wow. Do you feel super comfortable? I guess, well, when you're, when you're yelping, that's one of the things you look for. Did she fucking go through your wallet while you took a piss? I get it. Okay. Uh, did she have a lot of knives around? But doesn't this um, make it safer than, than going to your hotel room? Like... I mean, it's got to be. She's less likely to rip you off in her own home. Um, and especially if that's a pattern of behaviour, I think the cops would be called to that location because Bob would have no shame if he was being ripped off on calling oh, the cops. He would call them. Yeah. Cops, he should. the Better Business Bureau, fucking Chamber of Commerce. Absolutely. He would, he'd, get it, he'd get her name out there. Uh, no, but the, you know what? Go, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, going to her place probably seems like a good idea because as we know from our Phobes story, uh, if you're at her place, you just leave if shit goes sideways. If they're at your place or in your hotel room, now you got a full fucking situation on your hands. That's, that's a fucking <laughs> pro move. That's why you need a Bob. I'd have fucked that up for well, sure. I'm like, Can we get some Bob analysis? <laughs> Excuse me, getting over a cold. But can we get some Bob analysis on the whole Phobes Thailand situation? What went wrong on that first night? 
when should he have broken it off? Because you're probably not a guy that's adverse to breaking it off when things inevitably occasionally go sideways. And there, to me, there are a lot of red flags where Phobes should have broke it off before he got back to the hotel room. Where should he have stopped the situation? Uh, I'd say we'd start with the girl because she wasn't even tied. I mean, she was like, I don't know, half Malay, half something else. Uh, you don't want to so, half breed. That's a good call. No half yeah. breeds. Yep. Gotcha. You know, I, I, I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm not a man that is into yellow fever, which is, you know, kind of a term <laughs> for guys that have gotcha. a fetish for, for Asian girls. Sure. But, uh, you know, Hey, you know, when in Rome, And you know what? That's actually one of the things I respect about you because, uh, you know, you, I think, were the only person out here fucking fighting the local whores. All these other guys got involved. They're going to Thailand and the Philippines. Not you, man. You're like a fucking, you're like a hipster. You like it farm to table, baby. Right here. Grown, homegrown USA. I would say a hipster. He's more like a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) He's making America great again. Is oh no, I, I go I go out of the country sometimes. So I mean, that's, do you? Oh, but where's the where's the right place to go if if you're a guy who who wants to experience this uh, abroad, but you're maybe not into the yellow fever? Uh, the Asian guy said it. I just repeated it. Um, <laughs> what uh, what what's what's a good spot to go where you can get a deal, and get the kind of ladies you're looking for? Um, you know, Tijuana has always been famous. Okay. okay. Um, Costa Rica. Um, oh, so you you like the, you like a little Latin flavor? Well, I'm just pointing it out. I, I and you know there there's plenty. That's of, why this you know, fucking guy moved to Texas. That's yeah. it's right there by the by the border. By the border, so just stupid. A, <laughs> just a little bit of white at the Latin border. And, uh, you know, sexy. Yeah. There there there's a, there's a nice uh, 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 setup over in Germany. You know, Amsterdam. See, I thought you would have said and Central Europe, you know, like your um, Czech Republic. Yeah, your Andrew Tate's uh, kind of they, territory. They actually have a decent setup too, but I, I, th- I think it's easier to uh, access multiple venues in, in, in parts of Germany. But you still, even if you go abroad, you still do it the way you do it. You make your plans, you do your research. You don't go to one of these bars where you just, you know, find a girl who's walking around with a number on her bikini top and, and you know, take her home and f- feed her a bunch of fucking papaya salad and then take her to your hotel room. Like, you're not doing that. You're fucking setting this shit up. You know what you're getting, who you're getting, and it's all on the up and up. Uh, generally, yes. I, I mean, you know, you know, there, there, there are clubs in Germany that, you know, you go in kind of blind, but you know what you're getting into and generally doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Is this is this sort of sex tourism business? Is that big business? I mean, I guess it is. Uh, right. Well, like, yeah. yeah. It's huge. And, 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 you know, the price, you know, what you're paying can, can go anywhere from like what, what you and I would consider reasonable to what, you know, people like to throw money around. You know, I've, I've heard of, you know, guys spending, you know, 2,500 euros for a girl to be on his boat for a day. Wow. That's a lot of money. But 
What do you think? Seems ridiculous for an for an hour situation here, Bob. Because um, what you and That's I a good consider question. reasonable may may be a mismatch, or it might be completely aligned. I as as you've critiqued our original trip fifteen years ago. Um, I think it's important for people out there to understand what a reasonable baseline is in America. Wow. And if you're looking I, I, for a one hour, maybe a little bareback blowjob, and then slap the rubber on and uh, and 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 you know finish uh, finish off. Yeah, just yeah. nothing crazy. No one's getting choked. Experience. No one's getting no one's getting shit on. What's so, what's the deal? When I left Vegas ten years ago, paying around four to five hundred dollars back then was okay. was was a, a decent price. Yeah, a decent, decent uh, amount of money to shell out for for an hour of a lady's time to come to your hotel room. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's crept up to where it's about six or seven hundred dollars now. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> uh, well, what, is that one of the reasons? Uh, is that one of the reasons you landed in Texas? It's got to be cheaper in, in Texas, right? Oh, it's yeah. be cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> look at his face. Of course it is. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, what, what, so what, are you, what are you paying? So what are you paying? When, 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 when I got here, uh, you know, most of the big cities in, in Texas, uh, it was fairly easy to find people offering at about $250. Um, lately, it's crept up to, you know, about 300 350 with with some of the uh more reputable ones wanting wanted to get 400 or more thanks Greg Here's the, you can tell he doesn't use right. the services lazy cunt absolutely not he uh he, now but are you now see this is where I this is another way I'd fuck it up this is why I can't be a <laughs> prostitute person uh are you seeing the same lady or are are you out there you know getting the variety I am probably the type to look for more variety, but you know there there are certain certain ladies that you know I, I will see more frequently. Of course, we know this about I, Bob and, and just his in his leisure time at uh, certain clubs in Vegas, he has favourites, and as he should have favourites. But like everybody, when you go to a menu, you've got to sample the whole menu. You've got to know what's good and what's bad, and what is what is your go to comfort food. Sometimes you just want. Comfort food. We all know that I would have fucked that up immediately. I would have, <laughs> like, the first lady that said it, fed, said a nice thing to me, I'd be like, why don't you let me take you away from this world? Like, I just, I'm a disaster. It's just, I captain can't do it. That's, why, that's right. I'm a captain, <laughs> save a hoe. I would, uh, I, 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 I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, so, so you like to sample a little variety, but you also have some old standbys that you know you're going to like, and, uh, and, and you'll maybe check in with them a little bit more often. Um, oh, man, you make it sound so good. Uh, now, you know, I'll, this is what I wanted to ask you. So my office is, uh, it's in a little bit of a dodgy area. And I'm telling you, like, every, you know, I, I, I still like to, to sports bet. And a lot of times I'll go, if there's daytime baseball, I'll go in the morning. I'll go to the Boulder Station because it's kind of on my way to my office. And I'll pop in there. And every time I go in there, it does not matter what time it is. Sorry, Brian, your microphone's breaking up. I've had to mute you there. doesn't matter what time of day it is. Can you fix your microphone? And we'll get back to that story. People, hold tight with us while Brian fixes his mic. Um, let's see if he's got it fixed. 
Got it fixed. Let's see how we go. I might pause it here, people. Hold with us while we sort out these technical difficulties. So I'm very, I'm very Italian, and I start gesturing with my hands, and then I hit a wire, and then shit starts going sideways. Mamma mia! Uh, no, so my, yeah, so no, so what I'm saying is, yeah, it doesn't matter what time I go by the Boulder Station, fucking eight, nine o'clock in the morning. There are good old fashioned street walkers out there. Have you ever gotten yourself involved with just a lady right off the street? Uh, no. Never. You, you, you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting into. That's got to be. That, that, that does, that's the same thing, you know, the, the, you know, in Las Vegas, inside the casinos, there, there, there's the equivalent of streetwalkers in the casinos walking around the bars, you know, near the elevators, you oh, know, yeah. or, 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 you know, waiting for that phone call from that agency that, that you know, from the card slappers. Saying, you know, hey, go to this this place and you know this hotel and go to this guy's room. Yeah, and I and I, it seems first of all, it's hot as shit out here. Like I, I mean, God bless these ladies. I'm sure they're doing their best, and I, I don't, uh, I don't hate on sex workers, but I can't imagine picking up a lady when it's 116 outside. Like that whole situation has got to be a nightmare. Uh, and then second of all, it's got to be the most dangerous. For everybody involved, most dangerous for the girl potentially, most dangerous for the you know the guy picking her up potentially. Like you don't know if there's a pimp involved. Like it 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 seems it seems to be dicey. But what they're banking on, and this is smart business, is that men are disasters, and that if you happen to be horny at that moment and you see her, you're gonna do it. You're gonna roll the dice because nothing makes sense when you're all worked up, and you will take whatever chance you have to take. Um, but I'm proud to hear that you are a disciplined buyer and uh, have never just succumbed to, uh, to, to, that, to that kind of temptation. Well, here's what I want to know. There's, obviously, there's a hierarchy when it comes to the workers themselves, but do you look down on guys that get involved in those situations? Is there sort of a class system with, um, with the, the people getting their rocks off? Not really. I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't believe it's you. my personal opinion that I will get mad if I felt like I overpaid. Or if you feel somebody else overpaid. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I mean, that, that's really what it comes down to is like, you know, it's just strictly making fun- it, rookie mistakes, you know. It's strictly financial for you. Like that's that's what upsets you. You just uh, you you don't like to see anybody potentially just throwing money away and not getting what uh, what you feel they deserve out of the transaction. Oh, kind of a hero. He's, uh, he's instead of a Captain Save a Ho, he's trying to he's fucking Captain Save a John. Like he's like, listen, guys, I'm not out here to watch you, uh, you know, get fucked up this way. So. Um, so, all right. So around once a week. Now, when you said you, you'd like to try to do it once, you know, get this going once a week, but it doesn't always happen. What, what ends up happening? Like you just, you can't find a quality person, you know, that, uh, that you're willing to spend the money on. So you just decide to skip it. Is that, you know, like what, what, what prevents you? It seems to me that if you want it, you could probably get it done. What prevents you from, from getting it? Scheduling, 
You know, I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm typically not a last minute type of guy. I, I, I tend Logistics, to like, sure. Yeah. You know, try and find some free time in my schedule and, you know, see, see, if, uh, that free time, you know, seems to correlate with, uh, a lady that's out there. Uh, from what I remember, and again, maybe I heard this secondhand or maybe it was from you, but you became such like a, uh, a player in this industry in Las Vegas. Weren't you like invited to certain like functions, parties, things like that for, for, for this sort of thing? Yeah. You know, there was the equivalent of a hooker meet and greet, you know, a bunch <laughs> a of ladies con. invited, you know, a, a, a bunch of guys that were, you know, at least had the reputation of seeing these ladies, you know, yeah. were, were invited. Wow. And what did you think of, what did you think of those, uh, those things were those for you or again, you just, you didn't like it cause there was no, uh, you know, no pre-planning. Uh, they were kind of interesting in a way that, you know, it, it was nice to see the local contingent come out, but there, there was also, uh, a, a bit of a traveling contingent that, uh, ended up coming out to these types of events. Mm. You know, they would come in for the weekend. They were usually held on the weekend in Vegas. Um, other parts of the country, they might do it in the middle of the week. But uh, you know, this being a tour, you know Vegas being a tourist town, they like to hold those types of things during the weekend. And uh, hey, if a, a lady is coming into town to try and work for a weekend or a week, you know, she might try to drum up a little business. Oh, so not only just the guys that are coming in, you're saying the professionals come uh, come in for these for these sorts of events. And if they're traveling, chances are they're looking to they're looking to get everything they can out of you. Yep, they work. Oh, yeah. These are su- these are these are such solid tips. Um, I also think I would be really weirded out by seeing all these other dudes. Like, I, uh, I I don't I don't hate on anyone who uh, who buys a little love as long as everyone's being uh, you know respectful, but. I don't know that I would want to be in a big room of other dudes that were trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do. Ah, Did you ever get creeped out by some of these guys? I mean, listen, you're a pretty normal-ish dude, uh, but some of these guys, I mean, had to be questionable. Nah. They're, 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 they're all above board for the most part. And, mm-hmm. and everybody's there, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who do they want to try and see that we get. But yeah. by the same token, Brian, you're not that weirded out by it. You've had plenty of good times in the main room of, say, somebody like uh, the Peppermint Hippo, for example. You, mm. you don't get uh, weirded out then. This is only one step further. Yeah, it's a pretty big step. But, yeah, really? and also I'm – I would, I would, I, I would get a little weirded out because, as we all know, at various points in my life when uh, I didn't have a lot going on in that department, I've had accidents in Gen Pop at a strip club, and yeah. that is like, Same you know, you don't think exactly. it's going to be that big of a deal, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're coming, and like all these people are around, and you're like, this feels like it should maybe be private. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, by the way, you mentioned Peppermint Hippo. I just have to say. As you may or may not know, they opened a club in Las Vegas called the Peppermint Hippo. What? Now, that used to, as far as I recall, 
Troy Bohunk invented that name. Yes, he uh, did. The, the, the very popular club called the Spearmint Rhino. Uh, and of course, you know, he was trying to make a joke about like, well, I don't want to talk about where I was. So let's just call it the Peppermint yes. Hippo. And I believe he made it up. I fucking believe that he got ripped off here. And uh, also, I think that maybe the person who opened it might have been a fan of ours. And yeah. if that's the case, like, no invite for old Brian yeah, uh, to the grand opening or something like that? Hey, the Troy Bohunk estate, a.k.a. Phobes, is coming after you. But, you know, he won't get ripped you off. Know. Well, he might, yeah. actually. Don't <laughs> give him... <laughs> Yeah, don't don't give him the money now. Actually, in fact, that would make me upset if uh, if, if they yeah, tried to yeah. pay him off now and and Phobes got it. Just you you guys win is what I'm saying. But I do, just know that I know where that name came from. Um, so I, for I, that, I, I really yeah. think it came from South Park. Oh, really? Motherfucker. Yeah. Well, then they stole it from Troy. Yeah. I believe I stand by the fact that Troy invented peppermint hippo. But um, anyway, so. Uh, for this reason, I guess, because you're a man who over, you know, decades at this point has uh, has come to like variety and uh, is is the is the preparation part of it for you? Like, does that kind of, you know, is that kind of a, a turn on? The reason I ask is I watched that show Dexter and uh, like he really plans out murders. And I feel like that's part of the whole experience for him. Oh. And, uh, and you're not a murderer. In fact, I'm glad you're doing this because maybe these skills would have been used for something else. So this is where you should do it. But I, I, I'm asking, like, is that whole research and preparation, is that part of what excites you about this lifestyle? Yeah, you'd say that. I knew it. Dude's got spreadsheets. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that's part of it. So for that reason, though, you could... You could never at this point ever be just like in a normal, like just a relationship, like give up, maybe not even give up this life, but have like a, like a wife or a, a girlfriend. Like you're not interested. I, I, I don't see myself getting married anytime soon. I mean, I feel like I want to be single for the rest of my life. Yeah. But have you, have you had any kind of long-term monogamous relationships in the past, you know, uh, 10, 15 years, or has this no, just been... No, no. Okay, okay, listen, I'm just asking. <laughs> That's some sensitive had... subject there, Brian. Is it by it, choice, it, purely, it, it, Bob? I bet it is. Bob's a handsome yeah, dude. He yeah. could he could make it happen. I, I wasn't trying to slight the guy, but it just Successful. seems like... Much like, like... I think the reason Phobes isn't into relationships or in is a similar reason to Bob. Um, just not that into all the drama, all the other things that come with it. Unlike all the Phobes, work, yeah. Bob isn't poor. And so therefore he can <laughs> indulge in getting the poison out. Well said, Tony. Yeah, that's a good analysis. Um, okay. So, so you, you just figure you're going to just do, you're just going to do this. This is just going to be kind of your thing and you'll keep doing it until you just kind of st- Stop wanting to, to fuck from all the emails I've been getting uh, since I turned 40. Uh, at some point, you just uh, stop wanting to fuck or can't. So I don't believe that's true, Brian. I think what it actually plays into is it plays right into Bob's hands. We've got another IT professional that's involved with this show who, like Bob, mm. plans out his sex. It just takes a little extra planning. He's just taking that blue pill, except in this case, Bob's nev- never going to be blue-balled 
<laughs> That's true. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't get stood up uh, when uh, when he pops it. He knows it's happening. Uh, do you feel like the industry has like changed and gotten has it gotten easier over the last 10 years? Like, is it because there is more sort of sex positivity? Uh, it's less, you know, I think people have less of a hang up about sex work on both sides of the, of the transaction. Do you feel like it's gotten easier or is it about the same for you? It's more. Uh, I mean, you have uh, more online things like cam girls and only fans and uh, sugar baby sites. You know, I, I mean, it, it's it, the, the, it, the, the, the ladies have spread themselves around. And, and not necessarily gotten into the situation where they have to physically be with a guy or somebody. The sugar baby situation, that's got to be the worst, right? That gets you mad for sure if you hear some guy that's in a sugar baby situation, right? You got to put him no. up in, a, in, a, in an apartment. You got to buy him shit. No, 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 no. I mean, most of the time, you know, you, you, have, you, you have to either be okay with bringing the girl back to your place or getting a hotel room and, you know, taking care of her there. But come on, Bob, you talk about value for money. You can't tell me that the sugar babes are getting value for money in your world. No. That's my point exactly. For some people, that's a big thing because, you know, like there, there's, a, there's a certain segment of, of, of guys that dabble in this that – do not like to use condoms. And, you know, I, I, they look for reasons to find sugar babies that, you know, are okay with not using condoms. The other reason I think to see, this is another reason I can't do it. You know, who'd get into a sugar baby situation? Me, because I like it. It's, uh, I, you know, I, I need somebody to tell me I'm uh, to give me compliments to pretend to really like me. Like I, it can't be strictly transactional, or I'll, you know, I'll end up crying. I'll be the one crying in the bathtub, aka Julia Roberts. Um, so like, I just, uh, it's it's too tricky. Do you, uh, Tony? I remember when you discussed your experience at the uh, at the brothel because I had this thought in my head of like. If you are with a professional woman, uh, gotta be great because it's their fucking business. Like, take some pride in your work; they're gonna be good. But you were like, well, it was actually more like it was just more mechanical. Like, you know, I'm another, you know, I'm just another, uh, you know, uh, you know, fucking, you know, tick on the spreadsheet today. Got another one in, and you know, just trying to sort of churn it out. Is that what you find, Bob? That uh, that, that sometimes these these can be a little bit mechanical, or, or do you even care? Well, I, I'm, before Bob gets into that, I, this is where I think Bob's right with having his regulars. I think, and this is part of the reason I don't want to speak for Bob, is this mechanical sort of system that they have set up in Vegas is not what Bob goes in for. And that's why he reads his Yelp reviews. He doesn't just want um, a mechanical experience. I, I'll let you speak, Bob, but uh, at, at least that's where I sort of understand where you're mad. You want more than just a mechanical experience, I'm guessing. Well, you know, the really good ones are, are, are basically actresses and they can fake it really well and, and, and provide you like, you know, some, you know, that, that, you know, she's having a great time and that kind of like rubs off on you while you're there. 
have you ever been with maybe like a, a regular or a semi-regular and caught some feelings? Come Almost on, Bob. Almost. Almost, you motherfucker. I knew it had happened. Come on. What happened? There was there was somebody maybe early on that uh, uh, that, that just kind of uh, touched your heart in the right way. Is that what happened, Bob? Come on. No, not really. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it was a, a, a kind of an odd situation where, you know, uh, I was invited to their home and uh, it eventually it turned into an invite for Thanksgiving dinner. And, and, what? you know, it, 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 it was, it, it was a very. That sounds intimate. Sounds yeah. very intimate. It, 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 it's more friends with benefits, I think. But you know. so, so you didn't have to pay is what you're saying. So like you got to a point where like, you know, you had developed a, a personal connection and maybe you weren't paying all the time. Is that what you're telling me? You know, they were busy, you know, whatever. I, I mean, it's, it's not as frequent as you would imagine well but it's how i would this analogy is correct as brian sorts out his mic i'll mute those guys for a second here's my analogy bob i help out at the local um tap house every now and then and even when i'm not helping out I get the occasional free beer. Not all the time, especially not when they're busy. I have to pay for my own beer. Would you say that's the situation you're in? Instead of getting the occasional free beer, you were getting what you wanted rather than a free beer. Not as often as as you or I would like. I mean, am I the only one that you know, doesn't want to gloss over the Thanksgiving dinner invite? <laughs> like, that's... Was was her family there, or was it just the two of you guys sharing Thanksgiving? It, it was kind of an orphan Thanksgiving, where you know people that didn't go home to their families would like just congregate and you know have a good holiday. Oh, so, man, let me. How was the turkey situation? Um, did you have like <laughs> candied yams? Like, talk us through it, Bob. What were the sides? Give me a rundown of the sides. Ambrosia salad. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. So, but, uh, but since then, since maybe that one, that one moment, you just, you, you don't let yourself go there. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? It's, uh, yeah, well, you know, for, for, for one thing, you have to be okay with your friend getting fucked by random guys all the time. Yeah, that's not great. That's that you know, unless I mean, you, you know, might be a deal breaker. It, it, it takes a, a, a pretty interesting perspective on life to be okay with that. Yeah. So have I, you, I have, would I would say like most people would be jealous and you know mad. Yeah, there's only one person in the extended this ain't Iowa community that I think would be okay with it, and I think we all know who that is. Tommy Dutch. Dude's, uh, dude's open. He was a real, uh, he was a real really? loose, uh, loose, loose dude. Uh, I, uh, but he obviously, as we know, never, no. was never asked to pay for it. But I motherfucker. Don't think, I don't uh, think it would have worried him if his girlfriend was. That's the thing about Tommy. I don't think it would have either. Now, what about the, what about flip side real quick, Bob? Have you ever had maybe a regular get upset with you? 
because she knew you were out sampling Absolutely. other things and she wanted you to be loyal to her. I bet you that shit's happened. No. What? Oh, come on, Bob. I don't you, think I... You're a good tipper. You give gifts. You don't overstep your bounds, as far I, as I, I know. I, I don't know about giving these girls tips because, I mean, it's already oh. a pricey transaction. Oh, okay. I mean, some guys, some guys feel like they need a tip. You know, I, 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 I want to try to get a little value. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. For, for, for the outfit. Back in the This I Know I days when um, I believe it was... Uh, uh, Scott Faber turned up at a strip club. You also turned up that night, but you turned up with gifts for a lady at a strip club. So It wasn't for a lady. He brought some for, like, you know, for all the ladies. He didn't have, like, a lady that he was there to see. Yes, I was. Oh, you were? Yeah. How did I, how did I fucking miss that? Oh, so, so. Uh, what was that? I, 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 you know, probably 15 years ago, uh, a manager at the Spearmint Rhino tweeted that, you know, she would offer a drink for chocolates. And, 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 you know, that, that kind of morphed into uh, getting a lot of chocolates and having, you know, the bar tab or bar tab being used for, for Drinks as long as we provided tips for you know the wait staff and the bartenders and stuff like that. Wow, Bob! Why Fucking you let Bob knew shit. Information. This is he might value. have. He slow plays. We were, he he makes it look like he's a romantic, which is what it looked like there. But he is absolutely <laughs> being the cheapest of cheapskates using the system. I love it. Come on, you, Bob. So I mean, stop hiding I, I guess stuff. you're. I guess your takeaway is right. Like you feel like guys that do this, right. That dote on these ladies, give them the nice tip that they're essentially trying to buy favor with them, get them to like him. But the reality is it doesn't matter. Like these are not, these are not your girlfriends. This is not your wife. They're not going to fall in love with you. These guys that go into the back room and, uh, you know, uh, at, at a strip club, which I know you would never do. Uh, but, uh, you know, not only do they pay the big fat uh, tab, they're also throwing a tip around because they want they want these ladies to fall in love with them. Essentially, you already just weed it all out. So you you have come down to the fact that, hey. This is a transaction. This isn't love. I want the best deal for me. I will pay what we agreed on. But don't come to me uh, if uh, if you know you want to be spoiled. Go find another guy. That's a different. That's a different dude. That's not what I'm about. Pretty much. Fucking hey, man. This guy's got it figured out. Got it figured out. Well, who knew? I, I always thought it was the other angle. I always thought he was being romantic. He was being practical. Yeah. That's amazing. Of course Bob. he was. Bob was the one that told us that if we got to the Spearmint Rhino, like, like right when they opened, we would get the bottles, uh, the like the, the discount happy hour bottles. That Bob was the one that uh, the, it's fucking six o'clock. It's still sunny out. We're at the we're at the fucking Spearmint Rhino because we're trying to we're trying to get the uh, the, the hundred dollar bottles. And it deal. paid off. It did. It was. I'm not saying the dude was wrong. He nailed it. God damn it! This was a very eye-opening discussion, Bob. I uh, I missed talking to you. <laughs> and, uh, and do you those uh, hundred dollar bottles? Yeah. They they're worth their money because me, the, we had a lot more foot traffic coming to us because we had bottles. Now you don't all, you don't yeah. give those bottles out for free. I'm sure Bob's not giving out shots off that bottle for free. 
Um, but you, you do get a lot more traffic if you've got a bottle. I think Bob's absolutely a master. I didn't know. Yes, like I you knew know. it was good, but yeah. I didn't know it was this good. This is like LeBron level shit. This was uh, this was a big this was a big one. This was a, a very eye opening uh, discussion. Uh, do you ever come back through Vegas, see some of your old uh, old flames, or, or are you, you pretty much uh, all the just, time? Oh, look at this fucking guy. Yeah, and uh, and I imagine when you do plan uh, your your trips out here, once again, you've got everything lined up to the minute. Like who you you know everything. Would you say that when you travel, everything is sort of built around? This part of it, like you, you have, you know, you, you set this up, you book a trip and you set this up first. I'm going to see this person at this time on this day. And then maybe I'll go to a fucking museum in the morning. But like, this comes first. This is what you plan first. I see what you did there. It comes first. Not, 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 not for coming back to Vegas. I mean, I, I, I know too many friends there that I, I come to visit and hang out with and, uh, really, really don't dabble it much in uh seeing the uh, ladies of the evening these days but but uh if if but when you're doing some of this other you know tourism right when you're going to germany to tijuana wherever wherever you end up you you plan this first and then you plan the rest of your trip yes or no yeah, probably. I thought so. I thought so. Listen, Bob, you're a fucking legend. This was an amazing conversation. I'm so glad. Welcome welcome to the relaunch. I'm so glad that we had you here. Uh, obviously, we need to have you back because uh, we've been chatting for an hour, and uh, I just I feel like I have so many more questions. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll plan on doing this again soon. Uh, Tony, before we wrap it up with Bob, do you have any other questions for him? Well... Why do you slow play this stuff, Bob? You could be making millions off the knowledge that you have. Do you realise the absolute power that you have with all this knowledge? Like some of this stuff's available, but you've you've got some tricks of the trade there that I, I think are undervalued. And I think most people that dabble in this stuff would appreciate. Have you ever tried to monetize it yourself? No, absolutely not. Not into it. And, and and when you said that you read reviews, I assume if you rely on these reviews, you also leave reviews, right? You have to. Occasionally, yes. No. Now, are you... I read Amazon reviews. You more, I never I never leave an Amazon review. Why would Bob leave yeah, a review? You, that's for other smucks. No, that's you're not you're not fucking your Amazon packages. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't actually say that because you've got you've got, you've ordered some some questionable things. Oh, but uh, now show. are you? Now, right, that's fair. Now, do you are you more likely to leave a positive review if someone really blows your mind, or are you more likely to fucking shit on somebody that just was not up to par? Gen- generally, you know, I like to leave positive reviews, and I think most guys are like that. Really? Uh, See, I thought I, you, you were- know, it, it, it's it's not often where you see a mediocre review or a bad review. I thought you would have run into situations where it didn't measure up to your expectations and you would have been willing to warn other people not to walk into this situation or are you that thoroughly researched that you don't often run into these situations where you have to leave a bad review? Uh, generally, the, the, the women that get bad reviews don't last very long in this industry. So, you know, have, having, you know, a bad reputation is is going to bring you a lot of 
people that at least pay attention to the Yelp reviews. There you go. I mean, uh, the fucking the guy knows. The guy knows. All right, listen. I uh, I oh, think I, I think we're going to wrap it. Oh, yeah, go, go, go. And it's just in the changing world that we live in today, do you worry about AI? Not for the gratification side of things, but the t- guy that tends to write these reviews doesn't write them often as a human would. It seems to me if AI is going to be able to mimic anything, it would be these reviews. Do you worry that AI could be affecting your ability to see through who is good and who is bad in this industry, Bob? Uh from that aspect, no. I, I, I worry more uh, about AI uh, writing good scam emails that don't have spelling mistakes or, or bad grammar and tricking people into clicking stuff that gets installed on their computer and suddenly, you know. Suddenly you're at Roadrunners with a guy you know from a podcast who's trying to fucking fix your laptop because it's ruined. I get it, Bob. All right. Fine. I realize I made a mistake. Uh, this has been great. Uh, I loved it. I love the conversation. Bob, is there anything we could do for you? Is there anything you want to say? Anything we could do for you as far as this relaunch goes? Tell me. When's the next Tycon? Okay. The world wants another Tycon, Tony. <laughs> Uh, get uh, get your ass out here. Okay. Uh, if if Tony comes out, I will plan a Tycon. Twenty twenty four. That is my that is my client. That's my client. Uh, my 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 you one client? qualification. Did I say client? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, there's almost a zero percent chance I don't go down a weird rabbit hole tonight. So just everybody be cool. Uh, listen, everybody. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something more than anything else. Uh, read the reviews, folks. Read the reviews. Uh, if uh, if you want to be involved with the show, hit us up on the Discord. Uh, find us on socials. You can email taiv2podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we will be back next uh, week. Tony and I will be doing just a little bit of a recap of the past month. Uh, uh, I took a, a weekend trip to go visit family. That was a whole fucking thing. Uh, oh, I'm doing I'm doing comedy this week. If anybody if anybody blows a tire in Kingman, Arizona on Thursday, go to the fucking go to the Sundowner. I'm headlining Sundowner. By the way, very metaphorical for where my career is at at the moment. Uh, so uh, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll probably have some stories from that, and uh, and then we'll wrap up this month with Phobes. And I was so excited because we got two weeks off, but now I'm looking at the calendar, Tony. We got a real breakneck pace. We're going to have to roll right into the new month. I didn't plan it right. And just to let you know right. on air, we may have to record early next week because I'll have no power. So just a heads up. Um, what? No electricity. But what's going on with you? The, the I know what power is. What? They're doing oh, rolling work. blackouts or anything like that? No, there's this thing called infrastructure. We um, actually refresh it in Australia and we get a... <laughs> Uh, uh, we don't do that. Three weeks heads up that our power is going to be out for a day. So, yeah. America would never handle that. doesn't matter how much notice you give us. It would be pandemonium rioting in the streets. Uh, all right, I guys. Mean, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, you know, I, you know, a couple of years ago when uh, there was a, a serious blackout in Texas, um, I had no power in the middle of winter for four days. Jesus Christ. Did you... Uh, more, well, more importantly, like how you gonna how you gonna fucking get in touch with one of these ladies during uh during the winter? Oh, I remember that. That was like a whole big uh, problem. 
Uh, oh yeah, that was I, ice on the streets. You know, if you lived on a hill, you know, your car was sliding down that hill and crashing into other cars, and it, it was not a very good situation at all. Only one thing I think could truly make me feel better if I was ever, God forbid, in a situation like that. You guessed it. Airback blowjob. <laughs>